Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. So it starts with a, you know, thorough research. What your, what you want to deliver to your customer, given the plethora and the, you know, of myriad of competition here, right? So we know we want to go natural, but what's the message? You know, coming from Live Clean, um, the message of sustainability is very strong. So that must be carried all the way to the natural skincare category, deba, right? without really, you know, making it too. Ano ba yan? Commercialized. And good evening, good afternoon, good morning from, ever, from wherever you're watching, from here in the Philippines and from all over the world. And welcome to my podcast, the RJ Ledesma Podcast. In my podcast, I interview the country's pioneering business personalities and entrepreneurs to learn more about how they think about doing business, what are their success secrets, can we reapply those success secrets in our own businesses? How have they innovated their businesses during this pandemic? But more importantly, what opportunities do they see emerging in this now new new normal? Is there a business personality or entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here on the podcast? Please let me know. Drop me a message. I would love to learn from them as well. We are also live right now on Kumu, CBRC TV, Global Penas TV, Bounce Back Network, and also on YouTube. Tonight, I have a female entrepreneur who I am inspired by so much by uh, the products that she's creating. She's actually what you call a social entrepreneur. But prior to that one, you know what? She's impressed me. I've been with her in several professional organizations, which include uh, the Philippine Franchise Association, the Philippine Marketing Association. Uh, we share the same cause in Gonegosha, where we both mentor. And in fact, she was also very... Uh, inspiring Filipino entrepreneur that she was honored by Go Negosyo as a, a 2022 inspiring Filipino entrepreneur. Tonight, my special guest is my good friend, Pinky Yi. Pinky Yi is a sustainability advocate and the president and CEO of Pure Essential Specialist Corporation, or PESC. Their company is known for a brand called Live Clean, which is a line of cleaning products made from 100% natural and sustainable ingredients. And she'll tell you a bit more about that later on uh, during our podcast. At the same time, she's also created a new product called First Skin Care, which is both for men and women. This product is also a product that combines Swiss technology and also is very natural in, in its products. And she'll tell you more about that later on. But more than that, no, the story she's going to tell us here tonight is also her journey from being a uh, um, operate from being operations store operations to becoming uh, to coming to marketing, and finally her journey 
towards becoming a serial social entrepreneur. In fact, for those who don't know, no, she came from both Goldilocks and she she helped build Goldilocks to what it is today. And she also helped build Domino's Pizza to what it is here today. So please welcome right now my very good friend, Miss Pinky Yi. Pinky, welcome to the podcast. Hi, RJ. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. I'm so excited to be here um, sharing my story to all your viewers. So hello, everyone from wherever in the world you may be. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm so excited to have you here, Pinky. It's been so, quite a, such a long time yes. uh, that I've been wanting to have you here in the podcast. <laughs> and finally, we found the time. And, you know, Pinky actually is uh, extracted from Canada. So maybe you want to greet all our friends from Canada <laughs> watching here right now. Hello, fellow Canadians. Um, <laughs> hello, A, right? That's how they say <laughs> <it. laughs> yeah. yeah. so, Let's start off. And, and this is the, the truly big thing. Like I said earlier on, Pinky is sort of like a new social entrepreneur, mm. right? More or less, uh, very new in the field, but she's created two really great products, which is Live Clean mm-hmm. and also at the same time, First Products. Now, mm-hmm. before everything else, you know, I always ask entrepreneurs when they come to the program to sort of explain to us what was their irritation that led to the inspiration for creating the product or what was the problem set up? What was the problem that you encountered uh, that led to your solution? So, Piggy, if you don't mind, bring, let's go first to, I guess, Live Clean, the, the, the mm-hmm. product right now that's pioneering for you. Mm-hmm. How did Live Clean come about amidst the the the, the glut of, uh, I guess, cleaning products in the market? That's right. So, thanks for asking that question, RJ. So, I left the corporate world to become a social entrepreneur for good. You know, for good is double meaning. It means forever, you know, for good mm-hmm. or It also means an advocacy for good of the environment, for good of your home. And so that was what happened to me as I left the corporate world because of various circumstances. But the most glaring, I guess, sign from above, and we all know we have to really listen, not just to our bodies, but we have to see what God's plans for us are. So in the end of 2008, 18, I got sick, but not with a life-threatening illness. But the doctor in the early part of 2019 made me remove certain things from my system and to, for me to go natural. So mm-hmm. in that, in what I was eating, I was already being, I had so many intolerances, various reasons, stress, hormones, what have you. But that journey to go natural started with food. And one day, as our housekeeper was cleaning the house, I smelled the stench of bleach. And I said, I had an aha moment. I said, it shouldn't just be in food that I should be going natural. I'll go to the supermarket and buy natural cleaners. And if you're a marketing person, RJ, you know, kapag binabola ka lang, diba? You can read labels <laughs> and see, you see, diba? Parang, hey, this is not the real thing. So when I couldn't find what I was looking for, because I don't want anything topical or just, you know, smelling nice or aesthetic, I needed home cleaners that was deep, clean, not effective, natural, and safe, you know. So those, mm-hmm. those were my like, criteria. So when I couldn't find anything in the market, I made the business plan. I researched online, used my market research skills, came up with a business plan. I presented it to a couple of very good friends um, who talk back for the you know big brands here in the in the country, some multinationals. And so I had the concept 
Because it only boils down to two. You only need two cleaners in your home, a powder and a liquid. And the powder's active ingredient is baking soda. And the liquid's active ingredient is a product innovation that's never been before invented at all, not in the market. It's a cleaning vinegar with pure calamansi essential oil. So conceptually, I wanted to know if that could work. And so I took it there and they said, look for that calamansi essential oil for me and we can make the product for you. So I did. Yeah. And so... You know, when the Holy Spirit gives you wisdom, right? I can't lay claim that it was, you know, purely me. You know, I prayed about it and I was, what do I know about cleaners, RJ? 30 plus years, I'm in the food business, right? So, but I knew in my heart I wanted to go natural and I prayed really for it, for me to be given that wisdom, what I could create, what I could conceptualize. And so... As they say, you know, you delight in the Lord, then he gives the desires of your heart. And that's exactly what happened. The concept became a reality when we were able to get the ingredients all together. But the thing is, this was still in 2019. One Mm -hmm. food was still in Domino's. But this business plan came into like the product concept. So I was like praying, what should I do? You know, should I... No, it was like a struggle for me. Do I leave the corporate world? Do I, you know, or do I pursue this? What do I do, right? So, but I did, I did my due diligence. We, my business partner now and I registered the company in November of 2019. In January, I had the market research done. I had sensory evaluations done for the product. And then I called people to do artwork for me. They're all busy because it's January start of the year everyone's doing planning right and it was like don't call us we'll call you right so i I prayed i said you know lord if you really want me to pursue this you're you're gonna do something right and what happened two months later in march the pandemic happened right and i kid you not a week after i was having phone calls and said "Ah, what was it again that you wanted us to do for you because now people had time right but and so it was like also a revelation for me that, you know, hey, this is it. I should pursue this and really leave the corporate world to pursue this calling, right? Which was an advocacy on my end because the purpose is larger than myself, RJ. Like, this is not about profit. This is taking care of the planet through people who would be advocates to go natural. So that yeah. was what the but, concept... But what's very interesting over here, Pinky, is that you actually developed the product and produced it and manufactured it in the midst of the pandemic. Yes, I mean, that, that's right. where I'm thinking. Yes. I'm about that one because, um, you know, on, on the podcast, many people have reacted differently. They had to pivot their business in the mm-hmm. podcast. Some had to close down businesses. Mm-hmm. Some actually thrived because their product, let's say logistics, was mm-hmm. was perfect for the pandemic. Okay. And and my assumption is that because yours is hygiene-related, right. it might have benefited as well. So tell me a bit more about that. that your it pandemic was, journey, how did the product how did how did you put together the product yeah. with everything be on remote, right? Everything was done online. You know, we were doing our, our packaging designs online and if you remember during ECQ transportation was halted, right? So oh, yeah. oh. you couldn't have access to anything. So even our prototypes with our packaging suppliers had to be done remote and samples had to be shipped between, you know, through Lalamove or Grab or whatever, you know, because they're the only ones who could fly the the roads at the time. And 
Mm-hmm. And I was just in the office finalizing the business plan. You know, I mean, my home office, you know, I was just at home. And so my business partner was in her house. And so we were doing both product and packaging development. And we were able to find a space uh, for office and a small warehouse when MECQ happened, which was in June. So in June of 2020, we had an office. But remember, we slid back to ECQ. I don't know if you remember. Yes, yes. Time, I right? remember all those. I have my profit and losses. Yes, I can see them. That's right. the and then, so we finally... <laughs> With a leap of faith, and it's like pounds and pounds of, like you know, trust in our Lord, right? Um, that oh, oh. this is all going to happen and materialize. So we launched in August of 2020, all in digital channels, right? So we put up our own e-commerce site, Shopee page, Lazada page, and you know, it's a struggle, right? When I say struggle, I, it's not easy, but I was prepared. See, that's the, that's the learning there. When you start mm-hmm. something, the expectation should be realistic. You cannot mm-hmm. really set high expectations because it's like planting a tree. You don't mm-hmm. see the, the tree bear fruit in the first six months or first two years for that matter. Some trees take five years, right? But that's when the foundation and the roots of the tree are really planted on ground. So again, my purpose was not profit, you know, but I knew that. I knew that part of my retirement pay was going to fund, you know, this this venture, <laughs> right? So, you know, I can't take my money or whatever I earned to my grave, right? I have to give back. And this was my way of giving back, not just to the marketing community that has been so kind to me, you know, but mm-hmm. giving back to God because you know, for all the blessings, right? So, and we know we cannot outgive him. So mm-hmm. it's like, I know that, again, the purpose, which kept me going, right? To this day, to this day. So with with that much, and, and it takes time. When you build the brand, you're not going to get a following, like with, you know, hundreds or, or thousands of followers immediately. You know, mm-hmm. Filipinos, we have this thing, eh, to see is to believe, right? So, yes, yes. so people have to see the power of live clean in their homes, in their kitchen, in their bathrooms, right? So that's what we call them. So you know how live clean is spelled? It's capital L-I-V, capital C-L-E-A-N, right? Live yes, clean. that's right. Oh. So, um, so we call people who are amazed by the product, we call them believers because they saw for themselves. <laughs> what the product can do and when you spread the word i guess you know back in the day they call it word of mouth right now they Mm -hmm. call it social media but you know really the higher calling there is really advocates right so we we look for people who are who advocate for natural for going natural because it's not easy you know to go on a natural route you give up all the toxins and the, you know the nice things in life but really people do not understand and realize the amount or the levels of toxicity that are in commercial cleaners today right I didn't, so we're we're advocating for plant-based which what our products are you know they're plant-based um ingredients because the key ingredient or the active ingredient of our liquid cleaner is 
cleaning vinegar, which comes from sugarcane vinegar, and calamansi essential oil, which comes naturally from the fruit, which is endemic to our country. And so maybe that's why Gonigosho recognized, you know, the our yeah, efforts was because it was very humbling to be recognized as the woman innovator of the year because. You know, I, I put up Live Clean first not to get awards, right? But I put it up to put up brands that will make a difference in the lives of people. Right. So yeah. like how did you how did you do that? My my question is, I mean, I know that you're a social entrepreneur, but you, you still chose this timing of the yeah. of the pandemic, pandemic. to put it up yeah. in the midst of it. And yeah. parang not all things were ideal. Mm-hmm. What sort of, you know, I know you have to be a risk taker as an entrepreneur, but then why didn't you, I say, maybe in my mind, why didn't you wait out the situation until things got that, got better? Why, why why choose that specific time? Was there, did you see in your head some sort of market demand for this type of product amidst this pandemic? I mean, I'm just curious to find out what was going through your head. Well, at that time, kasi, I knew it was the right time for me to start the venture, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I was already prepared with the products. It wasn't as if I didn't have the products available and okay, I was still okay. going to conceptualize. I already had it. So it okay. was, uh, the first few months of the pandemic gave me the opportunity to fine-tune the packaging. Fine-tune lang. Yeah, like that. Because the product right? So, mm-hmm. you know, in marketing, the piece, right? the product, the price, the piece. Yeah. Place. No one bawal to go to the supermarket, bawal to go to the malls, right? And the digital space was the place to be, right? So we had to be in that channel for in that distribution channel for people to buy our product, right? So and we up to today naman, eh, you know, so natuto na the people learn, the consumers already learn to patronize and purchase products in this digital platform. So it was a natural progression for me to do it that way also. And how are you, how are you able to, I mean, it's it, you're introducing a new product and it's online in the pandemic. I know that, of course, you had to go digital. You had to find marketplaces. Mm-hmm. What did you guys have to do to start it off? And how was it like? I mean, my assumption now is that if for any entrepreneur, there's always an uphill struggle when you start mm-hmm. off. So when you initially lost, what were the uphill struggles that you went through? In, 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 especially for me, I'm thinking marketing might have been a first uphill struggle in, yeah. in my in my estimation. Yeah. So the the challenges were like the limited resources because when you're in the corporate world, of course, you had the luxury of human resources, financial resources. The oh. you just ask someone. And so this one, I had to do everything myself with my business partner and you know a couple other employees, right? So. Um, RJ, right? It's the time you spend, right? You have to be prepared to invest not just money, but invest mm-hmm. time, right? So yes. the second being like your talent, you know? So what are you really good at? But it's not just what you're good at. You have to pour out more of what your purpose is. Because you might be doing something that you're good at, but you don't love it, right? It's like, oh, I'm really good in selling. Sige, I'll sell. But what am I really selling? Am I, am I into selling real estate? or mm-hmm. No, I am. I'm, not, I'm not into real estate, but I just like selling. So what do I like, right? So this is when it's the journey now, right? So you're being led to, to do something. And um, you know in your heart if the purpose 
matches what is given to you at that particular time. And right. a lot of reasons why entrepreneurs fail is we give up easily. Diba? Na parang, hey, one year na, wala, sige, babay na, lalulugi na ako dito, ganyan. But, you know, at the onset, you have to set realistic expectations already. Diba? Na parang, mm-hmm. how much investment are you willing to put in and not gain a return? And also, what you're, is your you're, your burn rate, your burn rate. Yeah, and what is really the ultimate vision and mission that you're going to have? So what I applied in my social enterprise is what I learned from the corporate world, diba? Na you really need a vision. You have to have a mission statement that you are verbalizing to yourself and to your team and to your business partner. Every, you know, every so often, so that you don't lose sight of what your true objective is. Now, if if your objective is profit, so be it, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. There's a higher, there was a higher calling for you to to develop this product. But I'm I'm a bit curious. I hope you don't mind me getting into this one because this is, you found something very interesting. And for many entrepreneurs, yan yung parang sticking point nila, which is Mm -hmm. that, okay, hindi pa ako kumikita. When Mm -hmm. should I? Drop out of the game because mm-hmm. my perspective na I'm corporate. I develop a product line. Mm-hmm. I, I can that one. If it doesn't work, discontinue, oh, right? Yeah. Which you've gone through, I'm sure, in, mm-hmm. in your own experience. Mm-hmm. But as an entrepreneur, na, when does he know when it's time to quote unquote call it quits or okay. make quits? Must entrepreneur or walang quits entrepreneur? The it depends, kasi di ba in any enterprise or whatever category you are in, you can only compete two ways. Either you compete in price or you compete in differentiation, right? So mm-hmm. when you when you come up with your business plan, let's say it's a pandemic, so you want to make something, right? So are you going to be the next ube cheese pandesal? You know, like you were flooded <laughs> with ube cheese pandesal, right? Or what are you going to come up with, right? So are you just one among the many? Ano pa ba yung naging hit? Sushi bake, diba? Sushi bake, so, oh, oh, oh. So it's just like, so it's such a fad. Now, are you there to ride on the fad? Maybe you shouldn't because it's not sustainable, right? So again, going back to two ways to compete. This is coming from the lessons in the corporate world, which oh, can oh. be applied to being an entrepreneur. So do you compete on price? Are going to be the lowest price? Because all things created equal, you know, um, Teriyaki chicken is teriyaki chicken is teriyaki chicken, right? So uh-huh. whoever sells the cheapest teriyaki chicken is going to win. That's for sure, right? In a cash-strapped and uh, consumer price-driven market, whoever is the lowest price tends to be the winner, right? And we've seen so many examples of that. Now, you have a teriyaki chicken, right? But you want to be different. Yes, it's chicken. Yes, it's teriyaki. But what are you going to do with it to elevate that chicken teriyaki experience? You can mm-hmm. differentiate it. And that differentiation, you can get like a, a higher price, right? So it might be a marketing principle, but that's how to stay competitive in a highly competitive world, right? Be different. So my journey to come up with a line of natural home cleaners did not come overnight, RJ. I mean, it was like a lot of introspection. Is this something I really want to do? You know, there comes a point in someone's life when you say, okay, 
what what am I here for? What's my goal? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the legacy I want to leave behind? Right? Because I'm already there, right? Maybe some of us are not, and some of us are into that. You know, I still want to make a living, earn a living, uh, provide for my family. That's their purpose, right? Provide mm-hmm. for them. That, which is completely okay, right? There's nothing wrong with that because that's for like your what is it for the moment, right? But now when you already are faced with challenges or faced with opportunities, then you step back and you say, wait, I want to make a difference. Now, what is that I want to make a difference in, right? Got that. It will come. But you have to follow when you get the prompt. You have to trust our Lord and you have to obey. It cannot be it's what you want, right? Because we know the pandemic, the lessons of the pandemic, it can happen any day and God can take it away from you overnight and you can lose everything literally overnight, right? But so then there's a lesson there. So for each and every person to discern what the lesson means to him or to her, what that message all about so it's a lot of soul searching i got that and and this is the interesting thing pinky because you came up with live clean and then Mm -hmm. when i think about it you develop a first (laughs) (laughs) another skin for a skincare line right Uh, after this one uh can you can you walk me through that that journey i don't have enough work let me do first. Yeah. And what was the pain point that led to first? Or was it a natural progression from live clean to first? Because that, that's how I see it for me. <laughs> it might appear it's a natural progression, but uh-huh. the backstory there was that it was not a okay. natural progression the, for me. Okay, story. Yeah, so, so if you kind of recall, we launched Live Clean in August of 2020. And so as as a marketer and not coming from the corporate world, planning is key, right? So mm-hmm. the every December or November in my past life, we would go through all this planning by next year. So that when next year comes, planchada na. So mm-hmm. in January, I, I knew that we wanted to expand the the live clean line, um, make it a total package for home care, the home cleaners, expand more products like good dishwashing concentrate and odor, whatever, you know, the, the whole the whole nine yards. So okay. I talked to a consultant. This was in January of 2021. And you have to see, so August to January, barely five months. And also she's listening to my story and she said, hmm, madalian. Ito, pero ito, <laughs> kailangan umpisahan mo to. Kasi matagal na to nandito sa akin. And you, I, I'm praying, and you're the right person to launch this. Because you are in the natural route. You have to come up with a natural skincare line. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Ah, you know? so, but one of the ideas was that parang yung parang in my head, over our, may overarching theme. May yeah. Overarching, may yeah. Overarching theme. So, sure. the, yeah. So the consultant told my business partner and I, parang, you have to go to the natural skincare category. And I'm like, are you kidding me? For barely <laughs> five months, you know, we've invested so much here. Let let this brand first take off, right? Before mm-hmm. I venture to not, but ba next year na lang oh, 2022, oh, yeah. ganyan, diba? And she goes, hindi, dapat ngayon na to. Kasi, you know, and then she gave me, you know, the rationale, the story. Um, 
behind it and all. So fast forward, I I prayed about it and it took me like a few weeks to confirm if I was going to go through it. But it felt good, you know. There was an, did I want to do it? Did I not? Honestly, in the beginning, no. But I started praying that weekend, and it's, and I mean serious praying. And I can share that to you another time on how, like, the Lord revealed Himself that that was His plan for me. Because mm-hmm. I even I even said, "Parang okay, if this is for me. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to obey. But please talk to me. Tell me if this is something you want me to do." Because at the end of the day, you know, we serve a higher master, right? We mm-hmm. serve him. We don't serve ourselves, right? So, but with product development, and then what happened? Delta happened in 2021. Delta. Omicron oh. happened in 2021, you know? So it was like, okay, do we do this? Don't we do this? But, you know, we were already there. And it felt good. I wasn't frustrated in my, you know, I was even looking at how my disposition was because you know the old pinky if you're in the corporate world then it's like three months you're delayed you're like wow yeah. you know you know because you have deadlines timetables to meet and it was like well it's not really the time yet right and so guess when we launched uh the the first product um was launched in february 14 of this year so that was some um, the soap, and then in the end of May, just before your birthday, you yes, know, yes, we, yes. we launched the entire skincare line, you know, from soap to toner to serum, the works, because we also had to test it to see its efficacy, right, to make sure that we were delivering on the promise that to go natural in terms of skincare, like the ingredients that you put on your skin are plant-based, and it's still effective. It still works. It'll deliver the results that you like in terms of, you know, um, um, for us women, it's like you you have this glow or this, this radiance that is natural, right? So it's from the inside going out, if that makes sense to you yeah. at all. You know, Pinky, I just realized because like for me and from the pres- from my vantage point, yeah. you know, uh, from doing from doing this podcast and also from you know seeing the entrepreneurship industry, there are so many personal care products, mm-hmm. customized, personalized, which emerged during this pandemic mm-hmm. and went to straight to direct marketing or went right. straight in, into online digital marketing. I mean, that's only you. Many of them like me make up the personalized. That, you know, right. they became big. And so when, when I look at the personal care space right now with regard to your product. I mean, I find it to be immense competition because it's a, yeah. I mean, unlike the, the bigger brands, you know, thank God for digital marketing. It's right. the great equalizer right now that right. you're out there. And I know that you're on a, on a, um, you know, the, the USP or the, the, what they call secret sauce is, is the plant-based, uh, yeah. plant-based ingredients. But how do you make, I mean, it's a different to say it. But... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. How do you execute it that it really stands out amidst right now what I consider a flood yeah. of personal, uh, customized, you know, yeah. curated uh, products right. online? So it starts with a, you know, thorough research, what your what you want to deliver to your customer, given the plethora and the, well, you know, myriad of competition here, right? So we know we want to go natural, but what's the message? You know, coming from Live Clean, um, the message of sustainability is very strong. So that must be carried all the way to the natural skincare category, right? without really, you know, making it too ano ba yan, commercialized, right? Mm-hmm. So because we are still an artisanal brand, right? So we're in the space, if, if you look at it, try to imagine it. So you have the established skincare brands, right? And then you have the, I'd say the home, the cottage industry. Yes, yes. Okay, I get, I get, yeah. The skincare the, brands, right? The commercial to your home cottage right. industry brand. That's okay. right. Okay, so... What I did was to position ourselves right in the middle. We're not arti- we are small, we are an artisanal brand, but we're going to do the best practices of the multinational company. And what's that? Mm, okay. We you know, we invested in FDA certification, right? because we want to make sure that the customers we sell to have an assurance that our products are safe. It's made in FDA certified facilities that in terms of like our own company, we are also FDA compliant. Um, it makes a big difference. And I really had to research on having packaging that was sustainable and upcycle. Uh, because that's the message of our company, right? More than being plant-based, which is like for your skin, how are we going to come up with a line that people will see that message right when they receive their kit? It speaks to the uh, authenticity of right. the brand in terms of right. the mission that you have. And, and I just wanted to add that, especially among the, amongst the millennials and Gen Zs, when they buy the product, they can smell your yeah. authenticity or, yeah. or inauthenticity when it comes right. to the product. Right. So... So the effort, so what precedes ex- uh, execution is strategy. It's not going to take one week to create a strategy. It will take time. And that's okay because wag mo madaliin, di ba? So the, the, some pitfalls kasi that we see, not just in the corporate world, but entrepreneurs, is like, oh, sige na, na, bilisan na natin to para makalabas na tayo, ganyan. Para the sooner you launch it, the sooner you're going to get income, di ba? So, but you're there for the long haul. So you might as well do your strategy correctly in terms of your product format, diba? Mm-hmm. Na how are you going to come up with it? And then what's the line about? How are you going to do the messaging, right? Yes, it's it might 
sound na parang OA or OC, na ba? To sa mood, grabe naman yan, di ba? Ba't may mga ganyan-ganyan pa, strategy, di ba? Pero pag seryoso kang social enterprise, you're there because you are there for an advocacy. You're not just there for a tactical short-term gain, di ba? You're there for the long haul. So you might as well do it right by planning it correctly and executing it it I mean, diba parang it's good to start slow because everyone naman, you know, especially skincare, it's a slow burn, right? You see, people need to see the difference. People yes, need, yes, yes. Yeah, and I, 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 I love Vanessa, you know, because you know, she's very honest <laughs> with very her. really enjoy the props because, to be honest with her, her... Her skin, she really had, did have a lot of skin problems yeah, uh, as, a, yeah. as a young adult. And so, so. What, see, what we wanted to deliver was a skin care that was good for all skin types. See, that's mm-hmm. the ano eh. Diba parang may ganyan product ba na pwede? Mayroon. Diba? I mean, masyempre marketing gimmick yung for oily skin, for dry yes, skin, yes, yes. for ganyan. Because you'll put so many things there. But, because you're already putting chemicals. But if you want natural, di ba nung time naman ni Moses, sorry ha, pero, di ba, parang you just had like the soap, right? Or you just had whatever, di ba, from the tree, you put that on your face, di ba? There is up the frankincense or whatever, di ba? Parang, they all work, right? And so when we turn it now to become commercialized, di ba, then we, add so many additives that we don't need actually diba so um but plant doing plant based again is a journey kasi we the challenge with people is like we want instant results diba parang in this day and age of now give it to me now i want to see the results now you know and that they cannot wait even going natural and looking at yourself and how uh, natural products um, are in harmony with oneself is a journey because it's so easy to say no you'll you'll give in to you know ganyan, na lang, mas mura to eh, kasi it will do naman the same thing but did you really see the effect on your skin why do we get why is there rashes why is there bronchitis why is there so many illnesses that are unnecessary it's because of our exposure to toxins and toxic chemicals and artificial substances that we actually don't need. Right? Got that, got that. A lot of great insights come, uh, coming out really from Pinky over here. And you know, I, you know, I was going to say, you know, I want to keep on going on this in this discussion, but there's a lot more to mine about Pinky Yi. And her background, because we, we've done Live Clean, we've done First, but you know, I have to be honest with you, Pinky, one of the biggest things I want to ask you is about your background, both in, in Goldilocks and mm-hmm. also uh, when it came to, when it comes to Domino's, um, yeah. uh, which, which are two really great brands, no? And I'm going to fast forward a bit about the story mm-hmm. of Pinky, because basically uh, Pinky did work for, it was, a fa- it was her husband's uh, family business, mm-hmm. which she entered into. And this is very interesting that you actually were there as a store Store operations, right. right. but eventually you move you move to marketing, mm-hmm. and there were some really great product innovations that you brought mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Can you just share with us some of those product innovations, which which we know right now, and how did your sort of like your store operations background help you with your yeah. product innovation? Background? Yeah. 
So I, I would say the best marketers are those that know the pulse of their customer. And I was mm-hmm. blessed that I was operations director because I was in the, I would say, front lines, you know, at the store where people would really say, and I could, people naman don't tell you what they like, but you can see and you can experience their um their interaction with the brand and what are the things that they're looking for. So one of the bigger projects that I did was to rehash our celebration cakes um business. You know, I started to license Disney, Warner Brothers, um Cartoon so Network. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like in the nineties. Um, in the early, early 90s that we brought the license of this. Because, you know, the dream of every girl is to be a princess. And the dream of every man, boy, is to become a superhero. So That's we, right. Up to, up to now. Yeah. So <laughs> we live those dreams, those children's dreams in cakes, right? So um, Goldilocks was founded in 1966 by three enterprising women who only wanted to deliver really good quality cakes. And so if you now talk to a new generation of children like back then, right? So how could we turn celebrations into like this this big occasion that the Filipino family really celebrates? I mean, you celebrate a birthday even with your own nucleus, like your own small family, and then mm-hmm. the very big one with the extended family and loved ones right, and friends, right. right? So, and I, I wanted Goldilocks to be present. That was the goal. That was my mission for Goldilocks to be present in each and every Filipino family's big and small milestones and celebrations. There has to be a Goldilocks product there. So, it was like what. If if you were now looking back, you know, what child or what Pinoy did not attend a birthday party or had a birthday party without a Goldilocks cake? With a Goldilocks cake. It's either you were the celebrant or you attend with a cake or you attended the birthday party with a Goldilocks cake, right? So we wanted to be intrinsic and ubiquitous in the lives of the Filipino family. So if there was anything that you know, that I established for Goldilocks. That was that. And then so with all the other uh, other products, the other one, the other line being our Pinoy Deli line, you know, it was um, launching it ahead of its time, meaning the, we had dinuguan not in a can, but in a retort pouch. In, initially, we only wanted to distribute it in the Philippines around the country where Goldilocks stores were going to be because we couldn't put up restaurants and food shops in all our locations. So we mm-hmm. had more bake shops. So we had to have shelf-stable products. And the next thing I knew, Philippine OFWs were buying our products to bring to other markets and, you know, other um, countries. And so the rest is, is history. And, you know, coming out with healthy breads, again, I, ahead of its time. So. Being in operations help because that's where you derive consumer insights. That's where you get to to address the needs of your customer. And at the time, we were customer-focused. You know, rather than being competitor-focused or looking at what your competitors doing, yes, you have to be aware of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But your plans and programs should not be because your competitor did this. It should be because 
of what your customer needs so that you establish that relationship with them. So after 56 years now or 57 years, you know, Goldilocks still is present. I mean, now it's already a new group. It's a new management team. I'm not there anymore. But I hope that, the, you know, the Filipino family or the mom still feels that close affinity with a brand that she grew up with, right, to make her children experience what it's like to have like a Goldilocks baon or a, now that we're face to face again, right? Yeah. And a Goldilocks cake where parties are being held once again. Yeah, but my, my disclosure is that for all for all of my children's birthday parties, all the cakes came from Pinky. Then all, all, all the superhero yes, cakes and yes. all the princess cakes, they all came from apparently we, we had no other person to call. We just Pinky, can you help us out? And it was <laughs> it was a it was a fantastic experience for us. But your Pinky, I'll keep in mind one thing that stands out for me, which is a very interesting product innovation, which I think if I don't, I'm not sure if it's correctly attributed to you, but how you develop cake slices yeah. in Bogota, which is a very fun, it's a, for me, it's a simple but very groundbreaking idea. Um, actually, the, the, the founders were the ones who innovated that, right? Uh, they came out with that product line when I came in, Anjanasha, no? but what I did was to enhance its packaging and come okay. out with a other variants that, you know, the new generation we're looking for, na parang, uh, different flavors, you know, different, different flavors. Yeah, yeah. So other than your usual uh, mocha or or vanilla or chocolate, right? Yeah. And so we came out with different um, flavors of of cake slices, which was you know gratefully accepted by by the market, right? And so you see them not just in baon, but you see them in office meetings, diba? Parang, yes. Matuwa, diba? <laughs> enter an office meeting, wow, ayan name the variety of cake slice, it's there. We just like, that's what I like, it's like, you really made it ubiquitous to eat, to eat a Goldilocks cake, whether it's a celebration or mm. it's a merienda, parang, okay lang mo, ibaan mo, ibaan mo ito, yeah. diba? Yeah, right. And, and then, go, so that gobila. led to, so that was the, the mission. So, in 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 execution, we were not just in our stores, but there was a point in time we were also with on Philippine Airlines, and you can experience the cake yes. slices on board, right? And um, I remember riding a flight to Australia with my kids, and it was like they were serving us, you know, a, a mamon for I know and say mada on board, right? And it's like my daughter looks at me saying, "Look, mom, and say mada." Why, right? And I go, why not, right? And, and I looked at the other Filipinos. They did not eat the ensaymada. They made it baon. They kept baon. it. Yeah, they put it in their hand carry and they, you know, brought it out. So it's like nakakataba sa puso. You know, it's very heartwarming to see how Filipinos um, take to the brand um, and and take it to other parts of the world because, you know, they're, it's it's a homegrown brand, right? We're not a copycat of an international brand, if you know what I mean, like that. I, I know. That's that's Filipinizing it. No, you know, if there was something of the Philippines that you have to take to other countries, what is it? It's polvoron, right? And the benchmark of polvoron is Goldilocks polvoron. That's right. right. So, so people take 
now so many people were on brands, but who started it? The founders, you know. And I just, I was just, I enabled it lang to to reach other markets and package it in in ways that consumers will enjoy the pulveron, right? So, so from one brand, which is a, which is you try to you have to make a local brand ubiquitous. Your, the next marketing challenge you had was to take an international brand mm. and help it compete in a in a country which has already a lot yeah. of different pizza brands. So yeah. you actually you were up to understand this. We talked about this earlier. And you were seconded to a fully owned subsidiary because Goldilocks brought in Domino's to the country. That's right. Um, yeah. In a, in a really crowded industry where people are competing very highly. Right. Right. So, so from a um, market leader, I had to switch strategies because now I'm a challenger brand, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not just the number two or number three. We were actually number five at that time, mm-hmm. right? So, but Domino's, they, they don't call themselves a pizza brand abroad. What they say, what their a paradigm is, is they're a technology company selling pizza. So I had to absorb that mindset, you know, that, okay, so we're not selling pizza. We're selling the experience, that technology experience, which Domino's was, again, a way I, I was just blessed to work with brands that had innovations that were ahead of their time, right? So um, Domino's, even having less stores than its closest rival in the U.S. is considered the global market leader for pizza. And it's because of technology, you know, mm-hmm. the innovations that they did. So we had to, re- in, in, the, in a country where internet rates are the highest in Asia and the slowest as that, slowest, right? <laughs> so I had to work with the telcos to make sure that all our stores were connected because no matter how good your your POS system is if your net you don't have internet connectivity that's it right so what and I like how you have, to, you have to rethink I mean the way that I'm listening to you here right now that's where you have to sort of imbibe that this is the this is what Domino's mm-hmm. is it's a technology company happened to be delivering pizza so you have to rethink that it's not a dining experience it's yes. not as important delivery right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so they Domino's thrived during the pandemic because the system was already in place. You know, they they already had the infrastructure. Whereas um, some of the brands, or not just pizza, but some of the food brands were still pivoting. Okay, we gotta go digital. We have to, you know, have, have they were learning on the spot. You know, our digital transformation. Whereas Transformed the si Domino's data pa, oh. diba? So all it had to do was, and you know, beef it up. And then our stores, we did not have to downsize because we only had very small dining capacity because the bulk of the sales was delivery and takeout, right? So that's that's it, right? Wow. Yeah. Uh, can I can I just ask um. From all the years, especially the people right now who are in the food beverage industry, mm-hmm. you get a lot of product and marketing knowledge and, and operational insights, I guess. Well, what would you like? And since you're technically out of the industry right now, what would you like to share? Are there any secrets that you have in your head when it comes to the food and beverage industry that you think that uh, people out there are still making some mistakes or that they can improve on when it comes to the food and beverage industry? Well... There's no playbook kasi for what happened in the pandemic, right? So you sort of like 
throw that all out and then if it's what example brand x 2.0 you know so you have to like rethink what your business line is you rationalize your products which is great which is what you should do you you still need to call your low margin low selling products and concentrate on your high margin low selling products because there's that room to grow already mm-hmm. you you have really good margins there so you rethink that and there's nothing wrong with rationalizing your product line because in the food industry you know 80% of your revenue come from 20% of your product lineup and that still is true to today so they can look at their all their SKUs and then their product categories to see what 20% delivers the revenue right so they they stick to that and the challenge kasi with us is we want to be a me to or a copy or oy ginawa ni ganito sige labas yes, tayo yes, ganyan yes. diba and Sometimes it's okay, but again, it's not sustainable for the long term. So it's really innovation, right? You have to come up with not just a trend-setting product, but something that you can you can call your own that's uniquely yours, right? And you know, if it's really good, the product will speak for itself. In in food, that goes true, right? Parang kanina lang I was talking to a, a friend by Zoom and I was sharing to her. This coffee place is known for their, I'll give an example, corned beef pandesal, right? So sometimes you don't go for the coffee, but you go because the corned beef pandesal is so good, right? That's so, right. So you ganon, and they're the only ones who sell corned beef pandesal, as an example, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, really okay. great insight. Really great insight for us when it comes to food. I mean, food. Uh, food. It, 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 it's, a, it's a good way for us to step back and, and realize those things. These are sort of mm. like timeless secrets over there. Right. But now, Piggy, you, you have now this, the, the, what I find truly amazing from you is that it's, it's that, you know, you had to switch on a serial entrepreneur, mm. but you were still able to balance it off with your own background from, from years of corporate experience, mm. even from a family business. No? If, if you were to share maybe two or three key insights or business hack that you've learned over the years. And you said, to young Pinky, young Pinky, sana alam mo ito. No, sana <laughs> alam ko yung What does this advice be? Uh-huh. Well, I think the Japanese have this uh, principle and I, you know, right now I take it to heart. It's Ikigai. Have you heard about that? Yes, so yes, Ikigai, yes. Because it's really true. You know, if, that's, if there's a career hack you need to do or to rethink about your own personal or your professional life, right? So, Ikigai has three elements, you know, what you're good at, what you love, and what the world needs, right? So, there's three. So, what you're good at is your skills and competencies, what you love is your passion, Mm -hmm. that's your passion, and what the world needs your personal advocacy. So if you interject the three, these three things, in the heart of it all is a sweet spot called purpose. That's your purpose. So you need to find, there's an advice I will give the listeners tonight. If you find your purpose by looking at those three things, what you're good mm-hmm. at, what you love, and what the world needs. And you pursue that purpose because that's 
who you will be in the next phase of your career. Or if you have not found your purpose yet, that's how you find it. With lots of prayer. For you to be led. So that you'll know your purpose. And think, I hope you mind, not some just occurred to me as I was speaking to you. You know, many entrepreneurs also as well, when you talk to them, or people who want to start off in entrepreneurship, yeah. they think, Nako, parang lahat ng opportunities nakuha na ng iba noon. Because, yeah. eh, but the thing is, as an entrepreneur, your job is to keep on searching for That's people right. and for opportunities. So I want to just ask, like, uh, in, in your in your perspective, uh, you've seen things both in FMB and you're seeing things right now in, I guess, the personal cleansing yeah. or hygiene category. Are you still seeing some opportunities that uh, that that, oppor- that 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 entrepreneurs can still enter into this yes. industry. Yes, sobrang dami, sobrang dami. What are you seeing? Because some people, parang, what are you seeing? If I had the time to do it, I would do this one. But now, because I'm doing this one, I cannot. But what are these opportunities you're seeing emerging in these different industries? Well, because hindi pa na invento lahat, right? If we if we think that I've been there, meron na yan. Oh, oh, oh. So, meron na yan, ba? So that's what I was harping on, was that you actually don't look for what's not there yet, right? Because you will be surprised what your purpose will be will deliver you something na hindi pa nangyari. See, the challenge kasi is we already, diba, uh, we're already nasa dulo. But the thing is, why are we already in the end when what's important is the beginning and you have to go through that journey? The destination is not as important as the journey that you're going to go through to get to your destination. There's mm-hmm. a saying also, divine. Some a lot of us said, begin with the end in mind, right? That's so right. what's the yeah. end? Diba? A lot of us don't know what the end, but if you know your purpose, you will get there, diba? And if you just, you know, sometimes lang kasi, we spend a lot of time online on, I would not say mindless, no? But my advice would be, you have to do mindful internet search. Kasi we get blown <laughs> away, diba? Na parang, ay sandali, nandito ako sa, magsha-shopping muna ako, ganyan. No, you stick to what you are researching on, diba? And you read up on trends. I mean, and dami naman nandyan, ba? So, at the same time, you're praying so that you'll be led to what you're gonna do, right? If, if, if some of us, the, some of the listeners right now are in crossroads, that's what you do, ba? Na, na, sa uh, tikit, di ko alam gagawin ko, gagawin ko ba to, or what, right? Mm-hmm. And then, again, look for what you're good at. Look for um, what you love, because uh, as as my story earlier, sometimes we we do things, but our hearts not there, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if if you want to do um, a social enterprise, you look into what the world needs, right? Because really, you're here in this world to leave a legacy to the next generation, right? That should be in everyone's mind. And we're just not here for the now. You know, so what could we do so that when we leave this temporary life, you know, at least we made a difference in someone else's life, diba? I love that. In fact, we have over here our good friend Bakis Velasco to us and commenting interesting topic and 
awesome insights. Again, Clark, let's pass it on the screen. Thanks so much, Marcus, uh, for listening to us in 10K. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, thank you for the people here listening right now who want to purchase some lip clean products and try it for themselves. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, where can they buy lip clean products right now? So we, we have our official um, pay, uh, shops in Lazada and Shopee, Live Clean PH. So it's spelled L-I-V-C-L-E-A-N space PH, both on Shopee and Lazada. And we have an e-commerce solution in our website. So that's, um, ay walang e, it's L-I-V-C-L-E-A-N. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. L-I-V-C-L-E-A-N, yeah, P-H-A-N, so, and um, our website is, yes, correct, so our website is www.livecleanph.com. Okay, let's yeah. put that on screen now for people who want to see, www.livecleanph.com. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And for the people so who want to try learn, they can learn more about our products and how to use them in different parts of their home. And they can also purchase it there. Fantastic. And for those who want to try it, the first, uh, your first, first uh, skincare yeah, product. So our website for first is F-I-R-S-T Skincare, F-K-I-N-C-A-R-E-P-H, firstskincareph.com. So that's also in our official Lazada and Shopee pages. First space, yes. Uh, and then the Lazada and Shopee pages are first and then skincare space PH. Yeah. Fantastic. Hopefully everyone gets to try them out. Um, I am not an endorser, but we've got our products in the house. We use, we use both Live Clean and we also use first here at the same time. Again, Pinky, I wish we had more, more, yeah. more, more, a lot more time. I would have wanted to get deep dive into this different topics hopefully we can part two <laughs> in another topic yeah and thanks for being such an inspiration for oh. especially for like my wife vanessa you know she's she's very thankful for your own um uh, entrepreneurship advice and yeah. you know moving to yeah. this world and it's nice to have other people other women empower other women to become better business persons better entrepreneurs here at the same time so again vicky thanks so much this has been the rg ladessa podcast guys we will see you in our next podcast this week again with another good friend of ours i'm sure you know him richie kuna of pure gelato uh he'll be there they're celebrating the anniversary of milkin his own company very soon i want to hear his own secrets on how he's been able to uh, to pivot his company amidst this pandemic so again pinky thank you so much to all the listeners thanks guys we'll see you in the next rg ladessa podcast thank you guys thank you good night night The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 
Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us.